Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back for episode 48. Um, So uh, this month we're doing a little bit of a different spin on what we normally read. And instead of doing... um, a thriller or a chiclet that we seem to have gotten into groove with. Um, we're doing an actual historical fiction book, which is The Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. So, um, yeah, we decided to take a stab at doing something a little bit different. You know, we have to do it at least once a year. I think the Martian <laughs> one was roughly a year oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, you know, once a year, do a book genre that we basically normally don't touch. Mind you, historical fiction is kind of a, um, I find it entertaining sometimes. Not much. Okay. Entertaining is a bad um, way to go about it. But I always find it kind of interesting. But I usually don't read that many. I don't know if I like historical fiction. No? Yeah. I like want to because I'm like, oh, the stories are so like interesting. Yeah. Um, And like most of the time they're based on true stories and like based on events that have happened. But I just like, I don't know. It's not my thing. No, that's fair. I've read historical books and then historical fiction. And historical fiction is just a little bit easier to read than obviously history books. Yes. True. History books. Like I, I read the like The Woman in Winter or whatever it's called. I can't remember the exact title. Um, and like I really liked it, but it, it's definitely those are like they try and make them a little bit less dry, but they're always going to be a little bit on the dry side. Yeah, so sort of fiction's a little bit juicier. That's true. But, That's true. Um, but again, between that historical fiction to like the suspense thrillers mm. and like the chicklets and like all that stuff, less likely to pick them up. That's fair. I'm the same. So, yeah, but we took a stab. I read the book um, originally a couple of years ago. Um, if anyone looked at her Instagram page from a couple of years ago, so funny. you would have seen it. Um, based off a recommendation from a co-worker. And it was actually her book. And funny enough, Lindsay also yeah. got it recommended by one of her co-workers and lent to her by them as well. Yeah. So, so. It's kind of funny that it actually ended up working out that way. Two years later and same scenario. so um yeah so the title of this podcast is going to uh is uh a thousand stories as told by the tattooist of auschwitz i think i totally said that wrong no you got it you got it i said as told but a thousand thousand stories told by tattoos of auschwitz so you know a little bit of a longer title, but, you know, we had to work with the fact that, you know, ta- Tattooist of Auschwitz is a mouthful in itself. That's true. So, That's true. You know, you do what you can. So, yeah. So, uh, that is apparently my spiel that I've never really done at the beginning. Of the details, <laughs> as apparently I have now. But, anyways. Um, so, as per normal, um, you guys can follow us on our per- um Booze and Books podcast, or Booze and Books, uh, sorry, Instagram page or our personals to find out what we're currently reading. Don't look at my personal because I don't remember the last oh, time yeah. I freaking like posted on there. That's fair. I think it was last year in July. What? So about a year oh ago. Oh my gosh. I somehow, I use stories. Yeah. Like not Just often, no but more. But I have, like, legit not made a post since I went to the farm last, and I think it was, like, about a year ago. That's wild. That's crazy. So, I'm bad, prime example. Clearly, (laughs) because I'm, like, the main one that handles our Instagram page for our booze and books one. That's the one you're focusing on. And I do do more posts on that, but lately I've been super bad. But in all fairness, I just was... My friend was getting married, and then I was moving into my new house, so things have been a little cray-cray in my life, so trying to find time to sit down and read, but also take photos. Shockingly enough, it's a lot of work to 
take photos and do posts. More so the post part, not taking the photos part. Shout out to the influencers of the world. Yeah, cause... like, I don't know how you guys do it. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, like, the content that they, like, legit put out is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. Because, like, I'm just... Well, sometimes for me, I'm, like, I don't have, like, I don't constantly go out and buy new books all the time. Yeah. And buying, like, physical books is a lot easier to take photos of than, like, I find like, oh. my ones on my iPad. Yes. Because I always have to find, especially since we take them with alcohol... Sounds really bad. But most of the time, we're taking photos it's of true. Like, the drinks that we're drinking. It's true. So it's kind of like I need to. It's better when they're standing up, like the iPad signing up straight. So then I have to find something to stand behind it that's yes. heavy enough but short enough that you can't see. Yeah. Which I found out my um, brewmate juggernaut Ooh, glass nice. works. Oh, that's it, nice. It's short enough and you can't see it. There you go. So now I know what to use. <laughs> but yeah, it's usually a pain in the ass. But now that I have that trick. But anyways, I digress. Anyways, I totally give props to those influencers because I'm like, it's just being on, I personally don't like being on my phone all the time. And like, yeah. sometimes a post, like our post, like sometimes people are like, your posts take you like an hour to create. Sometimes, it's true. Like sometimes it does. Sometimes I'm like playing around with like how to say something. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, this sounds lame. Right? You have to, like, type it out, and then, like, well, you have to, like, edit the photos beforehand, mm-hmm. and then Take it's, like... Take the photos. Yeah. Figure out which one out of the 30 you just took yeah. actually looks good. Yeah. It's so true. And then when you find three that you narrowed down, you're like, now I have to fucking pick one. Yep. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, I give props to all those people. I will try... Now that I'm, like, in the house, I will try and step up the game of, like, posting. <laughs> Yeah. I should maybe also post something on my personal one once in a while. <laughs> maybe once every year. There you go. That's all you need. A thing. But <laughs> anyways, so you can follow us. Oh, yeah. On okay. Instagram at <laughs> boozeandbooks.podcast or our personal ones, which is lynn.sid, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D and kristen.shu, S-H-E-W. So um, Lindsay posts more on her Instagram than I do. Um here and there. But if you want <laughs> stories, we have I know. plenty of those. Yeah, those are fun. We do less stories for booze and books and more posts. So, you know. You're right. Next, anytime I drink, I need to put it on, or read, I need to put it on booze and books and not on my personal, just my personal. I know. It's you, it's, a, it's a process. We'll get there. <laughs> you know, we've been doing it for like five years, but we'll get there eventually. Holy cow. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's been, holy shit. It has been five years. No. Yes. That's no. a long effing time. Yeah, it's roughly been about five years because I, I was saying Mark at the time. That's a long time. Yeah, that's been... Jesus. <laughs> now I'm making myself feel old. Me too. <laughs> Goddamn. So we're going to move on from that. Yep. Um. So... Yeah, moving on from that. So definitely uh, follow us, like us, give us book recommendations. We're always looking for new uh, books to yes. read. I think sometimes um, Lindsay and I know exactly what books we're going to read each month. And then other months we're like, shit, what book do you want to read? It's what true. What do you want to read? Like, not working at chapters anymore. It's kind of like feel it's like hard. it's harder to see what's coming out it's oh my gosh so and like true. trying to navigate the indigo website drives me up the fucking wall yeah that's, I, I hate it i like goodreads to figure out new books coming out more yeah, so see i like some of their like i don't go on goodreads ever i have a thing but i don't go on it. oh i love goodreads i also created a booze and book <laughs> and yes. i haven't updated that one. Oh, i haven't either but so i go on my personal one yeah well we'll get there at some point but anyways so definitely follow us definitely give us book recommendations because mm-hmm. we have both not thought about yes, what book we're going to do in july and so any help would be greatly appreciated yes um so moving on from that really crap shoot of a speech um we're talking wine wine my favorite topic of the entire night here you go oh okay oh so this month, 
<laughs> since you know tattooist of Auschwitz is not a friendly <coughs> name to try and you know find a wine that's got a name that goes with it um we came across a thousand or a thousand i don't know why i keep trying to put an a in front of it um but um thousand stories it is californian ah yes yes so unfortunately we didn't have any white options at the liquor store i was at so for the first time ever um that both of us can think of we have a zinfandel yay and we have a cab which we've done a lot of cabs but the zin i'm very intrigued by but yeah me too um i feel like i haven't had a wine that's from 2020 or later does that sound accurate (laughs) (laughs) maybe i just feel like late like I don't remember a time where I saw the date as 2020 or 2021 or 2022. That's like printed on something like yeah. that? Which is kind of weird. Yeah. So maybe I, I just not noticed it, but... I don't think I've noticed that either. So either we haven't... I don't think I've ever really paid that close attention to the dates of the one. I think we've talked about it. Yeah, I usually I say what it is when we like do the podcast, but maybe... maybe. But- other wines I've had, it's just not there. But anyway, um, so Thousand Stories, both of these I can see say bourbon barrel aged, which I love a bourbon barrel aged red. It depends for me. Oh, but some I find do it really well, some don't. These are American, so I'm leaning towards it's probably going to be good. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, I guess. Uh, so the back's got a long winded thing. I think about like the winery. Um, so bear with me. I just know originally I thought it was like the whole thing. Oh, mine's got a huge one. Um, originally I thought it was this whole thing, but it's actually both in English and then in French. Um, so I'm just gonna read the English part. Uh, years ago when I was just starting out as a winemaker, it was almost unheard of to get French oak wine barrels and American oak barrels. Um, oh, what? Unheard of to get, sorry guys. Unheard of to get French oak wine barrels and American oak barrels were for whiskey, not wine, but we still needed barrels to age our wine. So we purchased new and used bourbon barrels. Today, American French oak wine barrels are commonplace. So the inspiration for a thousand stories is a nod to the way things were. We've selected new and used bourbon barrels for their small batches of Zinfandel, which impart characteristics specific to these barrels. Charred vanilla, dried herbs, and a hint of caramel. And that's that's it. So I guess we should try it. I'm excited because I think this is the first time in a while we've actually aerated both wines. Oh yeah, that's too. true. I can't remember which is which. I think this is the Zen. I guess we'll see. Um, the other you said is a cab. The Zen is definite. They're like the same color. This is like impossible. Um, like literally, they look the exact same. This is the problem when you're not paying attention. You accidentally move the glasses and then you don't remember which one's what. I think this is the Zen. So we'll see. Um, it's like. Like a violet maroon, if that's a color. Um, It's the first thing that came to mind. (laughs) Violet burgundy. That's the color I'm going for. I don't know why violet. There's just hints of violet. I don't know. Anyway. Mmm. It smells light. Oh, I guess I should be doing it too. It smells like, um, I smell the vanilla. Yeah, I don't think that one is the wine. This one has like, this one smells sweeter. It does smell sweet. Sweet. And vanilla is really all I'm getting. I kind of smell like, um, I think cherry, but I, for some reason I want to say boysenberry. Sure. I feel like boysenberry is not the smell. 
I smell like a like a dark cherry. Yeah. I smell some spices. Yeah, it does say herbs. Hmm. Yeah, I can see a black cherry more than like a red cherry. Yeah. Hmm. Because it's got more of a smell to it. I can really taste that vanilla. I can too. I also taste a lot of spice. Yeah. Like. And it's smooth. Mm -hmm. It is really smooth. But like I feel like it hits your tongue and then it's like. Yeah. Like a like Disperses. little blanket. Yeah. All the way like this, it hits the tip and then it's like disperses through yeah. the rest of your mouth. I, yeah. If I really concentrate on it, I can definitely taste more of like the cherry part. But I definitely like if you're just like drinking it and you're mm -hmm. not really paying too close attention, it's definitely like the vanilla yeah. with a hint of yeah. spice. Yeah, to it. that's exactly. It's almost like it's not a spicy vanilla. It's like a spiced vanilla, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, makes sense. It's super smooth though. Like really very like very good. It's like, yeah, it's light and sweet. But it's like not sweet. That you, oh, yeah, reds, red and black fruits. Okay. Hmm. I had to look it up because I need to look for <laughs> <I guess laughs> information for, because, like, my cab has nothing on good. the back end. And I'm like, oh, it's over the actual description of the label. I guarantee it's just this thing. That's so rude. I like this, though. This is I really like this it. This is good. I honestly can't remember the last Zinfandel I've had, so, like, I kind of forgot what they taste like. But, yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. No, I really like this. I'm actually a little shocked, but for the amount of money that these cost, it should be good. Yeah, I was going to say, how much were these? Because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what the? $28.50. Ooh. These are a high, high roller yep. wine for us. Partly I went with it because I'm like, obviously red wines, I full hardly think over 20 for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and preferably Californian or like American, I guess. And it just worked out that these work better. There you go. Title wise. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh God. But... Oh, yeah. I feel like I want to eat this with, like, a molten chocolate cake. Well, that'd be good. With, like, raspberries mm, on top. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's literally what comes to mind. That would be so good with this. Like, I wouldn't even, like, say it's, like, a super desserty wine. It's just, like, that's what I feel like it would go really well with. It would balance out the, like, sweet chocolate. Mm. Mm. Hmm. That's so funny. That they're a duo? Yeah. Yeah. Same year. Yeah. Like 2020 and then this one's 2018 on their image. Oh, interesting. So it's like bring home the perfect bourbon barrel age duo. The rich, creamy, jammy. I totally said that. Oh, but anyways, jammy Zinfandel and our full flavored mm. Cabernet. Interesting people, interesting like it. Love it, like it. Yeah. Don't leave without it. You know, I don't fully trust when websites are you over twenty one. It's like, you know, someone under twenty one can actually of like, course. just say yes. I don't get it. Okay. Anyways. What would you rank it? Well, I mean, in comparison to other Zinfandels, right now it's my favorite because I don't have anything else that I can think of to compare it to. But in terms of like other red wines, I would give it a 4.2 out of 5. Hmm. Yeah, what about you? Hmm. I'd give it for sure 4. But do I give it a point? <laughs> Hmm. 
You know what? I'm going to do 4.22. I do really like it. I would buy it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I normally don't go to liquor stores buy wine, but you know, if like I was thinking of something or if I knew someone like even you, like, um, it was like plan on going to your house and like we need wine and you were going to drink red wine with me that night. Yeah. I'd probably consider this one. Okay. So yeah. I like what about that? you? What I told you. Oh, would I buy it? I was like, I told you what I'd rate it. Um, I know that part. Would I buy it again? Yeah. I would buy it if I was. That's a very weird sound. I know. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I would buy it if I was, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd gift it to anyone because I feel like it's like not the first wine that I'd be like, I feel like if I knew someone particularly likes Zinfandels, I'd be like, yeah, totally. Um, the I'd, bourbon barrel is also like very specific, I feel which like. Which I love. I love yeah. that. Like, see, I would get you a bourbon barrel, but would I get someone else that yes, likes bread? Like, I know my parents aren't huge fans of it. So, like, oh, fair. I know exactly who's going to like this. The person that recommended Stave and Steel to me, which is why I fell in love with bourbon, mm. um, bourbon barrel aged wines. Um, I'm going to recommend this to her because I think she'd really like this. Um, but would I buy it again? Absolutely. I just don't know what for what occasion. See, that's, I wouldn't know what occasion, but, like, I can tell you I would buy it again. Yeah. So. so there you go. That's all she wrote on that, girls. All she wrote. And people that are reading and listening. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, on to the next. On to the next one. What's your say on the back? <laughs> Why? Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay, so I'm reading off the website for oh, this, okay. um, this the Cabernet, mainly because of the fact that um, the back label on mine is covered in like just a white. Like you can tell that they covered the actual label on the back and just put like, oh. a, like a different white, plain, really nothing to it label. Yes. That basically just says, like, where it was bottled, refunds, like, that's the, like, the product kind of thing. So. Yeah. So, for the Bourbon Barrel Age 2018 Cabernet, it says, full, uh, full-flavored full Cabernet Sauvignon um, expresses a rich taste with signature Bourbon Barrel notes of charred vanilla and dried herbs. Each... Uh, yeah. Each lot began its journey in traditional French and American oak wine barrels. Then in true thousand-story fashion, winemaker Bob Blue finished a small portion of the wine and used bourbon barrels. The results... Uh, okay, I think this is... Okay. Um, results in a definitive thousand-story stories wine, layered and complex with classic Cabernet flavors of cherries and currant, underscored by a nuance, nuance sorry, thread of graphite. That's the first. Yeah, what? Um, our unique barrel aging process gave this wine its hints of burnt sugar, mm. vanilla, dried herbs, and even a touch of smokiness. That sounds yum. So I am intrigued, intrigued. by this uh, nuance thread of graphite. Yeah, what? Because <laughs> what the fuck's that? Ooh. But, okay. Well... You know, it's ruby red. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. It's clearly burgundy violet, but whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yours just, is just, that. I'm Mine's just, ruby I'm red. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't one of the ones that we said last time, you are like... I think I say a weird fucking color every time. <laughs> I think you said it's like licking velvet. I didn't say licking. Oh, no, it, that's how it tasted. It was yeah. like licking velvet. Yeah. yeah. I just remember you saying You're that. You're welcome for saying that. Oh, apparently, I'm going to remember that. I know. <laughs> but. Um, okay. I, I don't see the Zen. I smell the vanilla, right? Yeah. But I smell more fruit. This Me time. too. I smell cherry right off the bat. Yeah. I smell that. I smell, I think, more of, like, the herbiness 
I don't really smell, um, well, I guess I didn't say the burnt sugar and stuff is supposed to be. Hmm. Smells like a cab salve to me. <laughs> I think that's, like, I think if you, like, kind of stick your nose in there, you kind of get the smokiness a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, like, the barrely smell. Yeah. That's not smooth. Did you say it's not smooth? Yeah. What? It's smooth, but it's like not smooth. I am experiencing something completely different. Because it's like I got a punch to my tongue. A punch? And then like explosion of flavor. This is like literally the lightest cap I've ever had, I feel. I've had lighter. Like, I've had cab salves where it's basically drinking water. This feels like that to me. Like, it's not, like, water, like, but, like... Like, it, like, what I'm trying to, I guess, say is, like, okay, yeah, the second one, I just had, like, the second taste and feel, like, the whole, like, punch to your mouth. <laughs> like, okay, it sounds really weird, but it... No, it, I guess... It was, it I understand what you're saying. Taste, but the second one was a little bit more, like, the Zen where it was a little bit more relaxed going down. But it was like a warm hug to my mouth. I just feel like we're... It's weird. I'm almost like, do I even have the same wine as you? But I don't think we've disagreed so much on the taste. This literally tastes like it's water. It's smooth. Not water. Okay, it doesn't but taste like But I don't think it's smooth enough. Well, no. Because, like, I can taste... Um, you know, honestly, I think I could... Definitely get like that current graphite kind of thing going in the back. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I taste like a little tiny bit of the sugar. Um, and then I taste like, like a raspberry with like dark cherry, not dark cherry, not even dark cherry, just regular cherry. And it's definitely like, finishes off with a little bit of a drier note. Yeah. But it's it definitely better than the Zen. Excuse me. I definitely think it's um I can kind of taste the vanilla with mixed with like cherry. But then I kind of get more of the current. Maybe it's a graphite part. Mm. I don't really know. That's a new one. New one. This is really dry though. But I don't know if I get the sugar. But maybe that's like the, I don't know. I did taste predominant like raspberry cherry. Did you aerate all of the, all of them? Okay. No. I don't know if I got the burnt sugar at all. I'm really trying hard. <laughs> Trying to figure out if I'm like tasting it or if I'm like it's like mixing in with the other tastes, or maybe instead of the graphite, maybe that's currant and black cherry or the burnt sugar near the end. Oh, well, like how are we supposed to know what graphite tastes like? Well, it says nuances of graphite. I don't know. I don't go around tasting graphite. Nuance <laughs> thread of graphite. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Graphite makes me think of like the color. So it makes me think of lead, like in a pencil. <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah. it doesn't taste like lead. I get that. Or like graphite, like you like just going to like the places that had like all the like when I went granite shopping, like where it's got big slabs of granite. Yeah. Like just having a big slab of granite or graphite. Okay. Yeah. And then licking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that sounds like a good time <laughs> it's a weird one but i totally forgot it's really dry that's what i'm finding but i don't mind the dryness i don't i don't not like it i actually very much like it it's, it's like just not, i think I, like you and i are having different experiences with it like i don't have the same dryness that like some other ones where you're like really it's dry I actually really like this. I do too. I think this is really I good. I would probably give it a 
seven. Oh, wow. I would give it, I have to compare it because here's the thing. So I really liked the Ava Grace one. Ooh, um, well, that was full But I honestly think I like this equally. Um, I also gave the verdict, uh, which was a Kev Stab, five out of five. So I'm trying to remember. I don't think I like this much, this one as much as the, I don't know. This one's good. Like I do like it. I like that it's light. In my mind, it's Ava light. Ava Grace is definitely earn that 4.8. Oh, yeah. You know, I could probably give this a 4.6 even. I would but give I'm gonna this... I'm going to leave it at 4.7. I'm going to give this a 4... 4 point... Uh, I just don't know. Uh, 4.5 is what I'm going to give it. It's, okay. it's up there. It's good. I do like it. I would... I think I like the Zen better, though. Ah, shit. I don't know. Also, we forgot to do Vivino, so I'll save Vivino for both. Now the Zen just tastes weird. Um, I think I like... I think I like the Zinfandel better. Uh, See, no. the Zen is super smooth that that's like drinking water. Do we try different wines? <laughs> Yeah, I like the Zin better, so I'm going to give this a 4.1. Fair. I like the cap more. Still really good, though. Would definitely buy this again. I would buy, you know, sometimes I have bought, because you bought me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. That steel. Saving steel, yeah. Yeah. And I like that. I like this more, I think. I would. Have this one tastes less bourbon to me. Than the Steven Steel. This See, cap set. I would have to try the... Okay, I... I just had it the other day, so I, I, like, can remember a little bit. We'll do a taste test next time. We will, yeah. You buy the Steel one, I'll buy Ooh, this. Ooh, okay. And we'll have... Do Brian... Oh! oh we like should... Him. No, I know, but we should have him take the bottles... Oh. <laughs> and pour us a glass And we will... Don't know. Blind I like that. Okay. Done. I know he doesn't like wine. That'll so be a we'll good make one. Him pour it for us. I was like, he doesn't like it. That that's good. Okay, I'm I'm into that for sure. Because we'll make him do it. Yeah, this is good. This one is really good. I do like yeah. it. Um. Yeah. Okay. So for the Zen on Bavino, it says it's full on bold. What? Disagree. Um, I agree with you. I don't think yeah. it is bold. Um. It's not fully on the smooth side, but it is for sure over the half line between sweet and tannic. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's slightly over the sweet and dry half line, but more on the dry side, which I get. Yeah. And then it's more mm. soft than a stick. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. The cab I find is a little bit more acidic. Yes. Yes. I agree with that one. I cannot believe, like, looking at this, it is, like, on the far end of the bold side versus light. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, right? this is not any, I would not describe the Zen as bold at all. I wouldn't it's describe so either of these as overly bold. No, we've had way better oh, yeah. bold. Like, that's one of the reasons why I think I like the verdict because I. That one was bold. That was bold. Mm. So this, obviously, people have really rated this because it's got. 4,903 mentions of oaky notes. Okay. So like oak, vanilla, caramel. Caramel. Um, and then 2,265 mentions of black fruit. So plum, black cherry. I'm assuming it's going to say dark cherry. Mm -hmm. um, 1,331 mentions of earthy notes. So smoke, leather, earth, which makes sense. I taste the leather a bit, actually, when you talk about leather. Yeah. And then... Uh, 1,284 mentions of red fruits of cherry mm. and stuff like that. Okay. I'm not going to say the others. Yeah. Well, then it goes into like peppers and then like dried fruits and shit like that. So, you know, we won't go into that. Um, does it say paired with? Okay. Ooh. So paired with beef, lamb, and poultry. Yeah. I think. I don't know if I do this. Steak. I was just gonna say probably not with a steak. 
But I have like half a sh- half a donair beef donair. I'd probably that, have that would that would be good. I'd probably have it with that. Yeah, that would be good because it's beef or burgers. Yeah, this would be a good burger wine because like you don't always want like a it's the in your taste. Face. Of it, yeah. yeah, it's fucking raining. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. If, well, I would drink bread over white anyway, so I'd probably drink it with poultry, like chicken. But yeah, yeah, I can get it. Hmm. Okay, the cab. Let's go into this situation. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's not at the very end of bold, but it is definitely oh. near the end of bold. See, between the two, this is the more bold of the two. I and agree. I don't, I don't even think, think it's, it's bold. I don't think it's that bold, though. Yeah. Um, It's pretty much almost probably oh, is yeah. dead center between smooth and tannic. Yeah. Don't fully disagree with that. Um, definitely agree on the dryness. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely very close to being near the end of that. And it's almost dead center in the middle between soft and acidic. It's more on the soft side. Don't agree with that. I think it, it if was it's going to be a smidge over the half line. I think it's toward. Be yeah. Agreed. If it was in the exact same place on the acidic, more acidic yeah. side, I think I would agree with that. So this has not been rated as oh, much. Oh, yeah. So it's got 468 mentions of oaky notes, so oak, vanilla, cola, 218 of black fruits, so black, plum, dark cherries, 193 of red fruits, cherry, cherry, cola. I like how they say different things sometimes between one. Yeah, what? Um, and then it goes into the like leather notes, dry herb notes. And then yeasty, like cheesy notes and stuff like that. So yeah, hmm. yeah. Okay. So honestly, I think we're finding a trend here with the American wines. That the reds are better. Well, that the Americans do better wine job than unfortunately Canada does. So I know Canada, it's so sad. Like, I don't know. You guys have not. Besides, blasted church. Where's Ava Grace from? U.S. Okay. Californian. Blasted Church is Canadian. That one was good. That one is probably really good. Hands down, the only one that I remember. That's true. That's true. So much because I think we gave that five out of five. I think so. That was definitely a favorite. Yeah. Of last year, so yes. It was definitely in the fours plus. So yeah. Like. That's it though. I honestly can't think of any other Canadian ones. That's true. That I really like. like five years that I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I need to buy this again. Yeah, that's true. But there's like Australian ones that we really like. Yeah. Americans, unfortunately, Canada. Let's stick with hockey. Uh, oh, um, not even that. Well, we got robbed in the finals. <laughs> Don't mention it to my cousins. They're all your friends. I don't know. We're not going to get down that road. Okay. moving on from that let's get to the book that i'm pretty sure everyone's like excited to talk about um so yeah uh what are your thoughts it like it was a hard read for me like while i'm very interested in a lot of the events that take like took place in world war two, um, including like the like tribulations of Hitler. Um, that's what I think I was excited to read, like why I wanted to read this is because I find it very interesting. Um, and I, as terrible as it is, I'm a sucker for dark things. So like for me, I like dark reads um and I don't think I necessarily went into it being like hope like hoping it would get into the dark side of like everything that happened at Auschwitz I like I made sure to read the front cover like where it talks about like a story of like I think uh, I can't remember what it says but it says and love and so, like, I kind of figured there was going to be, like, a love story element to it. Um, and I found, like, that was the most interesting part of the book for me by the end of it. Like, I thought 
they did a good job, like, keeping that a focus of the book um, between Lale and Gita. But I, I don't know. I, I just, I think I just, I'm not good with the historical fiction books. I thought it was well written. Um, I thought Heather Morris did a good job writing it. I just didn't find that I was overly like hooked into it. That's fair. Um, I'd, I'd say I'm leaning towards the same feelings of like, I never like, okay, so like, there's different historical fiction. So there's like romancy historical yeah. fiction, and then there's like more strict historical fiction. Yes, correct. And this is more strict historical fiction. I can kind of get more the romance historical fiction is actually like i don't really read it but oh, yeah. i have been gifted for my like birthdays and stuff from relatives and stuff like historical fiction that's romance okay yeah and like that kind of i guess captures your interest because like you said that you focused and like the most entertaining or in spot on the the most focal point, I guess, of this story was the relationship yes. between Lali and Gita. Yeah. And so that kind of makes sense why, like, you maybe would maybe enjoy, I'm not saying we have to do one, but, like, no, that's a romance fair. historical fiction. That's fair, yes. I agree. I love learning history, like, thinking about it, actually, no, okay. I do actually have a decent amount of historical fiction. Not a lot, but I'm obsessed with, like, Egypt and ancient Egypt. Oh, And that's I cool. have, like, a couple different versions of Cleopatra. Oh, that's and cool. And yeah. like, Oh, nice. Things. Yeah. So, in a way, it's, like, historical fiction, but, like, they do kind of play a little bit more heavily handed on, like, the, like, romance kind of Oh, part. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sasha's females and, like, power. Yeah. So, it's different. But... I don't know. I like the fiction part or the historical portion of it, but it is kind of like reading history stuff. It's like, it's harder to get into. Yeah. You kind of are just reading it and you're intrigued, but you're also like trying to be like, okay, I need to read it because I want to know what happens, but not in the same way that you read like suspense thrillers. You're reading because you're like, I need to know what happens. Yes. Yeah. This one you're like, I want to know what happens and like, does he make it and like all that stuff. Yeah. "Mm, I could put this down and forget about it. That's true. That's super true. So it's a little different, but like it's entertaining, like not entertaining. It's still capturing your interest, but not on the same level enough that like it could potentially be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Like if you leave it for too long, um, I don't know. I like history in the way, but sometimes, you know, if they made this into a movie, probably would enjoy the movie a little bit more. That's, oh yeah, I agree. Actually, I agree with that. Apparently they made it into a TV show. Oh. I've not seen nor heard about where it's on, but I was like, oh, okay. And I agree. I feel like I would like that more. Like suspense thrillers, I find sometimes are harder to see in movie or- TV show format. Like, I like you, but I find the books are better. Yeah, the books are really good. But then, obviously, like, they change things with how that was Yes. Done. But I'm not going to go down that road because we're not talking about it. But, like, thrillers and stuff, like, I find don't... The books, I think, are better. Historical fiction, I honestly think... I like. I love watching the movies. Yeah. Of that. Because, yeah. like, there's, like, a historical movie that's on netflix right now that came out and i can't remember what it's called but it's newer and it's got like clive owen i think no whatever it's got like some people that like you would recognize being like oh Oh, interesting you're in it yeah it's got the guy from bridget jones's diary oh mark darcy whatever his name is i can't remember his name i'm blanking on it but um colin firth yes that's it see you just have to let me go anyways like that I really want to watch because like it looks really yeah. interesting, but it's also centered around World War Two. Oh, I think I saw a commercial for this or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Like it's, I can watch that. Me wanting to pick up a book about it 
Must I like. think I'm the same. So, I, yeah. So, like, as much as, like, I enjoyed it, and I thought, I agree, it was really well written. And it's better than reading straight up history books. Yes. It's still not really my cup of tea. Yes. I, it's yeah. my roundabout way of describing this book. Like, I feel like when it comes to historical fiction, having a visual. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's, like, us just, like, knowing that this is based on actual events that occurred. Um, mm-hmm. If it, like, is, makes it harder for us to actually, like, want to envision that. Or, like, so, like, I don't know if it's just, like, the way our mind just, like, blocks that out a little bit. Or if it's just, I don't know, like, reading that type of, like, occurrence is happening and trying to, like, imagine the story playing out in your head like you would with other books. Um, But I know for me, like, kind of the same, like, based off of what you're saying, I find I can watch historical fiction movies or historical movies a lot more intently and, like, pay more attention and have more, like, visceral reactions to them Mm -hmm. than I can to the books. And I don't know... I don't know the reason behind that, but that's just kind of how it is with me. Um, So, like, I think... Like, there are parts of this book that I definitely, like, remember more. Like, remember reading and, like, retained a lot more. Um, And specifically, like, when he's with the Russians and, like, trying to go get women for them. Like, that part specifically, like, I remember details about like the writing about it and all of that but I don't know why that was more interesting to me than the other ones yeah so well and like so like I haven't read it in a while so like yes everyone I didn't read it I read it she read it a few years ago (laughs) I read it a few years ago so but like when we were talking about reading it or doing it for this month I was like I've read it but then I was like you know what I actually remember Maybe, like, reading the summary of the book off his website. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of refresh my memory a little bit. Definitely brings up some things I don't fully remember. But, like, just my memory of this book. I, like, remember, like, that, yeah, he, um, like, I remember certain details of it. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, I can kind of, like, have, like, a timeline of, like, what happened in my head. But, like, I couldn't tell you more specifics. Yes. It. Okay, fair. Yeah. And, like, I forgot his name, obviously. But, um, but yeah, like, it's kind of interesting, like, how, like, stuff like this kind of keeps in your head. Yeah. Even, like... Well, okay, that's different. Cause, like, I can also tell you, like... Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you're lucky you're not near a vent. I probably I know. had a heart attack. Well, it's not my, like, it's not an important ring. Is it not your wedding ring? No. Oh, okay. She just oh, fumbled with her ring and she almost. We're good. We're good. <laughs> she dropped it I on the floor. That's okay. Sorry. Back to your scheduled oh. programming. Um, <laughs> my dad has been saying, now back at the ranch. <laughs> I don't know why my dad's. Back at the ranch. It's just, yeah. Back of the ranch. <laughs> I like it. I'm using it. Um, I don't know. I feel like this book, well, no, I, my point's gone. Because, I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> well, no, not because I forgot. My point's gone because I realized that, like, I remember, like, if you can kind of tell me, like, a book, and then if I, like, read a little bit of the back part, I probably, if I remember oh, it before, I could yeah. basically remember what happened. That's fair. I'm not good at that. So, sometimes you can give me a title and maybe even a book cover, and I can tell you kind of, like, the premise of the book. That's... Not every single time, but, like, for the most part. That's good. So, my point is, like, completely mute at this point. So, never mind. Scratch what I was saying. (laughs) Um, But, no, like, I guess in a way this book was kind of, like, inspiring because, like, I have read some of the fiction books... Or not fiction books, the actual historical books. Yeah. Around like World War Two. And like like obviously they're super dark because they're like actual shit that's happening. Yeah. And like it's kinda like watching the boy in the striped pajamas. 
yeah Yeah. and like all that stuff like i've watched that movie once and i'll never watch it again like sad it is so sad and like it just shows you how fucking fucked up that situation was it's true that is really true and like like this book kind of like inspired because like this guy goes to this camp not realizing that's what it was and like um he gets his job like he was very fortunate to get the job that he ended up being as the like tattooist yeah and he made somewhat friends of the german encampment soldiers yeah and like all this stuff like like obviously it didn't always work out in his favor but like you know he was able to kind of like work the system in a situation that was like horrible yeah yeah and like Honestly, I didn't think it was going to end in a positive way. Like, not that it was overly positive, but, like, the fact that him and he got back to Gita and he proposed and they got married and they had kids. And, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was going to be how it was. I thought it was going to be a really tragic ending for the two of them. Well, even the fact that he was able, he went home and he found his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, it's tragic because like he, they don't know what happened to their parents and his brother and he, they knew that his, their brother died yeah but the fact that like just for the fact that like at least one family member that you haven't seen in like god knows how long yeah is there and alive that's true that's true is especially like through like like the fucking shit show world war Two was yeah like for jewish people too like yeah that's true it like that's also like part of the inspiring part like you know i don't remember what happened with her and or if they even really went into it but yeah like her surviving him surviving and then him going off and finding the love of his life yeah so yeah yeah like the overall story i like appreciated and like i did learn some things too which was Mm -hmm interesting um you kind of wonder how they shut down like camps and stuff and, yeah like, they panicking if, like i don't remember we learned world war ii yeah in high school and junior I know. high but like that was like fucking forever ago. i know so i don't actually remember slash i don't know if they really touched on that these points but like did they actually like reading these books kind of makes you kind of question being like did this shit actually like happen like kind of like sequence of events because you're like, did they start panicking and start, like, shutting things down like they did? Which I think actually, they can go, they probably did. But, like, um, yeah. I don't know. It, it kind of makes you, like, in a way, want to Google things when you're reading it. It's true. And kind of just, like. It's kind of getting a history lesson. Yeah, exactly. But with not fully factual stuff. But at the same time, I guess historical fiction has to also be factual yes yeah so fiction but also factual at the same time that's true you can't just like start making shit up about world war ii that's like super left field unless you know it's gonna be super left field in general yes yeah, yeah that's true like a spoof thing yes exactly like in glorious yeah, i was just gonna say like that's a good example it's like yeah. based on a world event that was happening yep and then I just kind of took it to a different level. Yeah, exactly. So it makes sense. Yeah, because you know that shit wouldn't have happened. Yes, but well, it could have in a capacity, but we don't know about it. And it probably was never written or documented. Well, exactly. Or if it was documented, it's probably highly classified. <laughs> also, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to us, we don't know anything about it. But yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know it probably it's kind of like i guess historical fiction in general is kind of like reading sci-fi will i pick it up probably not true except for unless apparently for me if it's egyptian history that's okay we all have our thing and like i'm very obsessed with like egyptian like egypt it's cool it's like that's cool and it's i guess because we never really learned about it too True. Whereas we learned about both world wars. Yes. I think because Canada was more involved in it. 
Versus in Egypt, I don't think Canada had too much. <laughs> like, uh, Canada wasn't even a thing. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. When the pyramids were being created. Yeah. So, either way, probably would never really pick up this in general. No. But I was kind of, I was appreciative because, like, sometimes when people recommend things, yeah. or, like, when my family bought me, like, those historical fiction books, those were more set in, like, the Wild Wild West kind of situation. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, they're kind of nice because, like, they're not books that I personally would ever be like, I need to read yes. that. Yes. Same thing with you. Like, yeah. you have me read, like, Pulse or whatever. Like, I always pronounce it wrong. Um, like, award-winning. Oh, or, yeah. Like, runner-ups. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I personally, like, we've read 15 dogs. I would never pick that up. Uh, and, but, like, that's it, a good point, though. It's, it's. Sometimes it's nice to step out of your comfort zone yeah. and just, like, experience something different. Well, and the best kind of people, like, I didn't, I quite enjoyed that book. Yeah. Would I ever actually pick it up? I usually stay away from ones that are, like, usually award-winning. Yes, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mainly because I'm, like, in my head, I... <laughs> so, in my head, I classify those books as more of, like, the people that, like, got, like, their noses up. <laughs> Obviously, it's not fair to all those books, but that's, so I'm <laughs> but like, that's what you're, you're drawn to like a certain type and you, like, that's not anyone's fault if you like reading a certain type of book. Yeah. So like having the recommendations from people and that's why we tell you guys, if you guys have any recommendations of any books that you guys like think that we would enjoy, um, like send them our way. Cause like, yeah, like oh. why did we choose the Martian? We... I think we... I still have not watched that movie. I really should. You... I feel like you said that Tay was reading it for her book club or something. Maybe. And then it was between that and those kind of people. And then we ended up reading both one after each month. Each for the months. Something like that. I just remember drinking beer for, like, The Martian. Oh, yes. The Martian's craft. Yeah. But... Yeah. No. Oh, it, yeah, historical fiction we probably would have never read. Like, I was kind of shocked you suggested it. <laughs> I also was shocked I suggested it as well. So, good mix up from like our romancy thriller thing we got going on. We yeah. haven't even read a, um, we hardly ever read fantasy anymore. That's true. Maybe we should pick that. Next month? Yeah. I'm in. Okay. It's been a fun month. We should. We should do a romance. Or a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, because we started the year off with a fantasy, but after, like, before that, it was, like, six months before that, we did the fantasy, roughly. Well, it's about time, then. Six months. It's time Apparently for a fantasy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but maybe you guys will see us doing a historical romance. No. Might be a thing. Okay. I'll try anything once. Yeah, I will have to figure out what one actually looks kind of interesting because I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Hey, it's okay. How are you doing with your 200 books? I'm so bad. It's been a busy time. So I haven't gone very far. I'm only at 53. It's okay. That's great. You're a quarter of the way. Yeah, so I didn't count this book because I didn't actually fully read it. That's fine. Because <laughs> I, I didn't read it. <laughs> like, I read it, but not this year. So, um, Jeez. So, I read 16 books since we last chit-chatted. And out of those 16 books, I've probably read at least... Um, Ten of those within the last like three weeks. Oh my goodness, maybe less. So, cause I yeah. What about you? Uh, do you want to highlight any of your favorites? Oh, okay. Well, I'll read them all out to you. Guys. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um. Okay. So I read a couple that are part of a series. Some of them are hockey romance books. Um. So I believe like hockey this- romance. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Just want to make sure I heard that right. Well, it's like 
um, chick lit books that are centered around like a hockey oh, team. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So um, I subscribed to this thing called Scribed. So it's like $13 per month or whatever. Okay. And you have so much content on there. And oh, wow. Helped. That's why some of these are like by the same author because you have like the entire series. Oh, that's cool. So funny enough, one of the series, I actually read the initial like um, and I'm finding that more with the script is that I'm finding these books that I have read before. That's So fair. this one that's centered around rugby in Australia. I read the first one like a couple years ago. I have it on my um, iBooks account. Oh, okay. But I never actually read past that one. So I reread it. So it's Playing By Her Rules by Amy Andrews. Shockingly enough, there's a CNN or whatever reporter named Amy Andrews. So if you Google her, that comes up. <laughs> cool. cool. So I, was to, I was trying to get like to the author's like page so I could see what Uh-oh. order the books went in. That's why I found out. That's fair. Um, Playing It Cool by Amy Adams. Playing The Player by Amy Adams. Or, sorry, Andrews. Um, Playing Forever by Amy Andrews. And then I went into this other mini series. Um, Beyond the Stars by Stacey Wise, Maybe Someone Like You by Stacey Wise. Then the hockey one um, is Flirting with Fire. Okay, that one's a fire, fire one by Kate Meter, which I also read that one before. So, and I'm pretty sure I read the other ones in that series. So, I'm going to reread them. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, so the hockey ones. Okay, Rebel Uke by Kate Meter. The rest are by Kate Meter for the rest. I'm not going to say her name. Dear Rumi, Man Down, Foreplay, Good Guy, Man Crush. Nope, Good Guy's the last one. And then I read, um, oh, and then Insta Crush. And then Man Crush Mondays by Kirsty Morsley, Make It or Break It by Catherine Benito, Stand In Saturday by Kirsty Mosley. Are all it. Nice. That's a lot. Um, I don't remember if I said this last time, um, but I've read a few books. Um, I am now at my 25 of my 40. That's my goal. So we're getting close. Um, closer than me. (laughs) Well, my goal is a lot smaller. So, (laughs) um, I read, I think I said this last time, but, uh, when no one is watching by Alyssa Cole, um, I read The First Day of Spring by Nancy Tucker. I really liked that one. Um, I read uh, Broken Monsters by Lauren Bukes. Um, Also very good. Highly recommend. Uh, And then I read um, The Butterfly Girl which by Renee Denfield, um, which is the second book in her Naomi Cottle series. The first one is The Child Finder, which came out Mm. like five years ago because we read Indigo when it came out and I remember reading it and I really loved it. So Butterfly Girl, also pretty good. Um, I liked Child Finder better though. And that's all I've read recently. Yeah, also I think we just have been so busy. It's hard to... That's true. Sometimes it's just hard to find time to read. Yeah, yeah. I got a few books coming up that I can start reading. I'm rereading The Child Finder now, so... Just think, you going to work? If when you I know. with your husband, you're he's probably gonna, not. Gonna, oh yeah, those days you probably won't read, which is annoying. Because I was like gonna say, yeah, I totally will have forty minutes to like listen to an audiobook. No, or I'm gonna make Ryan. I'm gonna just put it on and be like, shh, we're just gonna listen to this. <laughs> He'll be so annoyed, I feel. I'm just going to... I was just going to say, I was like, "Eh, I can't really see everything. No, he literally hates when my audiobooks are, like, on. And I, like... We're in the car, and they just, like, come on, and I forget to change it to music for, like, the first two minutes. He's like... "Ah!" I'm like, okay, sorry. (laughs) Sorry I wanted to read. (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least you're only planning on carpooling for maybe two days a week. That's true, so... So, you have at least three out of the five... It's true. That could be rain days. It's true. It's true. But, yeah, you have, like, a solo, like, 40 minutes. Perfect. See, I listen to sports in the morning. Oh, God. And sometimes on the way home from work. Oh, God. I have two sports shows I listen to. Oh, God. I like it. Thanks. I digress on that subject. Um, Because we have 
probably bored everyone that's listening to us to death. No. Actually, we were quite entertaining. I think so. Even though it's weird listening to ourselves. Anyways, either way. Um, so you can follow us at boozeandbooks.podcast and our personal one, lynn.said, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D, and kristen.shew, S-H-E-W. And you can also email us at boozeandbooks at gmail.com, B-triple-O-Z-E-N-D, B-triple-O-K-S, at gmail.com. And until we figure out what we're doing next month, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Bye. Bye.